Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Head with Mike Tom. The summer holidays are quickly winding up and back to school is just around the corner. We do still have a few weeks left. And how can we use that as an opportunity to enrich our children's learning? Well, today we're joined by Shannon Shields. She is the Ignite 3 Program Director here in Winnipeg, as well as a Vice Principal at Ryerson School today on Connections. She's going to share with us how we can enrich our children's learning, how we can stay on top of things, and how we can use an opportunity even going to the park or going camping as a way to learn. We're going to hear that and so much more today on Connections. It's been an extra long summer holiday, but it's almost come to a wrap. And we're joined today by Shannon Shields. She's the Ignite 3 Program Director and Vice Principal at Ryerson School here in Winnipeg. She's going to share with us today how we can enrich our children's learning during the summer holidays. But first, we want to get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into the world of schools and how you landed your role as Vice Principal? Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into the world of schools and becoming a principal. So I have been an educator now for 15 years. Um, I, I, I love teaching. It's, it's been never regretted my decision to go into education. It's probably the most rewarding job in the world to help kids learn and grow. There is no more fulfilling feeling than seeing kids succeed thanks to your, your help and instruction. Um, and I, I just, I have a passion for learning when, when this opportunity to run the summer program came along at my previous school in 2015, um, myself and my principal at the time, Judy Farrell, we worked together to make sure that we could offer a really engaging learning program over the summer months, just like we do in the regular year. Okay. Learning over the summer. That's like every kid's worst nightmare, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It could be if you're if you're basing yourself the information off of, you know, movies about summer school and those sorts of things. Um, Our goal here is to get kids excited. Everything that we do is from a hands on perspective. So the kids who are coming do have academic need. Those are the kids that we're inviting first um, because we want we want them to keep the, the progress and the gains they've made in the regular school year. Tell us a little bit about that program, Ignite 3. So Ignite 3 is a summer learning program. Uh, This year, we're running a half-day camp uh, for 250 students at four different school sites in South Winnipeg. Uh, Basically, yeah, when when kids have academic need, um, of course, it's monitored and tracked through the regular school year. So our teaching staff at each building, uh, they recommend who they think would benefit from the program. Um, And those are kids who um, have some gaps in their learning. So whether it's reading, writing, uh, literacy, numeracy are the focus of the summer program, but we make it fun. There's so many neat math games and just hands-on learning experiences you can do outside in the summer months. Um, it makes it makes learning really, really engaging. I know I did see a video where I'm seeing kids outside, people jumping through hula hoops and all kinds of fun activities. Why is it so important to incorporate that? that joy and that fun into learning, and especially when it's the summer. You know what? Joy, joy in learning needs to be all year, no matter what time of year it is. Um, when you bring happiness and joy to, to learning and to, your, to teaching for kids, uh, that's when you really see the learning fly and the learning stick. Um, nobody learned just from a textbook. I know a lot of us uh, at our age, that is what our education looked like, but things have changed so much in the last 20 years for the better, 
um, we really try to, yeah, it, if there should be a reason that you're doing this learning, right? And and fun just makes it feel like a game. Like you're not, you don't have to worry about the buy-in when when the activity is fun. Everybody will enjoy it. I found like as a student for myself, sitting at a desk, it was so hard to concentrate actually. And even now, now at work, I have a desk that I can move up and I can stand and I can move around a little bit while I'm working, right? And activity really seems to open up some new pathways for my brain. <laughs> totally agree. I am an exercise person myself. Like I just, I, I need that, that movement. And, and the truth is we all do. Kids, adults, everybody will learn better when they have that freedom to say, to wiggle, to move, to, to use their hands and, and um, make mistakes. You, don't, you do not have to be perfect, right? We learn more from our mistakes than we do from our successes. So when a student is having difficulties learning uh, and then summer vacation does come along and you get two months off, what are the realities of that time off in relation to their learning and the progress they've made? So there's, there's tons of research on this subject because, of course, it's a, it's a worldwide phenomena. Um, what they say is that kids, um, especially kids who are a little bit behind with their academics, for whatever reason, some kids, um, when they arrive in kindergarten, they, they have, um, they're not school, they don't have school ready skills is how we talk about it in education. And that's just holding scissors, using a pencil. Um, we know families are doing their best. And, and it's, it's our job to meet kids where they're at, wherever they're at. But when you when you do start with, um without school-ready skills, or you're not able to participate in any enriching experiences over the summer, creates a gap in your learning from what the average would be for most kids in that grade level. So basically, what we try to do is um, identify kids who would benefit from um, continued daily practice. It's, it, you don't lose all your ideas. It's like you lose that, that fine motor strength in your hand for writing. You lose those basic math facts, um, you know, the computation skills that, that the daily practice is so important to maintain. Should we be continuing this no matter where our child is at? Like, obviously, COVID definitely had an impact on all of our children. It's been an extended, I, I would say an extended summer break, because we obviously had school in there. But it's not the same when mommy and daddy are teaching you. It is definitely not in our household. I had a daughter in grade one, now going into grade two. And uh, yeah, no, it was not. Uh, I feel that they lost during that time. Um should we just constantly be teaching them, hiring tutors? What should we be doing to keep them up to date in situations like that as well? You know what? Um, I don't believe that that kids are really behind. My son is also eight. He was grade two and, and grade one started. So I sympathize with you. It is a very tricky age to to um, do the remote learning at home, but we all we all made it. <laughs> Providing your kid with enriching ex- experiences is probably the best way to go. Leave the education formality stuff to the teachers, right? Our job is, like I say, to meet the kids where we're at. But as a parent, taking your kid camping, taking your kid to the park, going out for walks, reading the signs in your community, having them write out the grocery list before you go to the store, uh, those are the authentic skills that are engaging for kids and that you don't have to be Here's your worksheets. Worksheets aren't the best strategy anyway. So uh, having kids, you know, adding up things on your phone on the calculator, math games, math apps where there's play involved is, is a great way to go for parents. 
if you're financially able to sign your kid up for a camp um, or you have a camp like ours that's free in your community, those are also great ways just to kind of keep your kids going and thinking and learning throughout that long summer break. So basically every opportunity is an opportunity to learn. Walking through a store, walking through a park, looking at a sign is still an opportunity to learn. Absolutely. It does not have to look like a worksheet and a pencil to be to be learning. And in fact, kids really thrive when they're given those creative learning experiences. And then when they come back in the fall and we say, right about, you know, a time when you were super excited, they have that idea. Oh, when my mom took me to the beach and, and the water was low and I saw this dead fish or whatever it is, that actually gives us as educators so much more richness to work with. And the kids have had those experiences to draw from. Now, you've been running your program. It's been going on for seven years, I think I read now. So it's obviously working, right? We have seen some some excellent. Our goal is to maintain skills. Like we have a, a teacher at each site. And then it's actually Bachelor of Education students who are our main teachers, facilitators in the summer. So because they're not certified teachers, we're not looking to make gains. That's our job in the regular school year. But yeah, we have seen excellent results with kids coming in at a certain, um, you know, on their final report card, we can track that data, right? And then to the September, we do something in our school division called Strong Beginnings. And it just gives the teachers for the new year a a look at where the kids' skills are at. And we've seen excellent um, maintaining, like maintenance of the kids' skills uh, thanks, thanks to the program. And that was going to be a question I was going to ask. Have you seen any success stories, like huge success stories come out of this? You know, at my particular school, Ryerson Elementary, um, 60% of our students don't speak English as their first language at home, which is amazing. We have such a beautiful, diverse community in our, in our neighborhood of Fort Richmond here in Winnipeg. Um, but when you don't speak English at home, that like that language and the, the spelling and the, the writing, obviously in nine weeks, that's you're going to lose some skills. So Ignite has shown an incredible, um, it really has given those kids the opportunity to keep up with their English. And then when they return in the fall, they are that much more confident and, and just stronger and ready to rock. So not only is it benefiting kids um, with literacy, it's also benefiting, this program is benefiting kids when it comes to socializing and being with peers and being with others because, and the summers where you've been separated from people and especially this year. Oh, that has probably been the most joyful thing. I, I spoke to each teacher at each school and said, is there anything I should share? What's your highlight been from our summer this year? All four of them were just the joy of seeing the kids back together in person we finished our last six weeks of the school year here in, in, in Winnipeg remote learning and, and we had two long remote extended breaks. So yeah, to say the kids have been happy to be back together, like that alone has been a, a super enriching experience for all of us. For listeners in other parts of Canada that may be listening going, wow, this is a great idea. Where should they start? What would you say to them? say talk to your school see what your school division offers there could be opportunities that that are are free of charge just like our program here in Winnipeg um at the University of Manitoba and probably similar programs in other cities they they run beautiful summer camps um even just putting your kids in swimming lessons or being able to align your vacation so that you're able to take some time off with your kid in this in the summer um and go camping and go hiking and explore your own backyard um, there's no wrong way to learn and there's no wrong way to, but any opportunity that you can give your kid is going to give them a, a bit of a leg up. 
But forcing my child like I did the other day to sit down and do her worksheet is definitely not the best uh, option out there. Now I'm learning and I don't feel like a very good parent anymore. <laughs> no, any effort, we applaud you. It, it, it's been a really tricky year, but feel free to leave the worksheets to us. We know, we know how, to, how to make that jive, but take on the fun stuff. Get out there, pack, pack a picnic you know, throw your hats and sunscreen on and go and explore. Those are the things that the memory making opportunities that we're going to be asking your kid about in the fall. So put your eggs in that basket. So coming straight, coming straight from administration, like there's a lot of us parents that are feeling that guilt, like, oh, we have not done a good job. This has been awful. We are not teachers. You're saying what we have been doing, though, is beneficial to these children and it is helping. The things that, you know, I was saying last night, um, the things the kids have learned this year, I don't think we get, they've gotten enough credit. The kids, I mean, the safety things that they've learned about, the protocols that they've rocked, like five-year-old children in kindergarten, like, like wearing masks, doing, you know, washing their hands 15 times a day, uh, being safe, staying apart from peers. When, like, it's unbelievable some of the life skills that the kids have learned, and, and I don't think they get enough credit for that part of the learning. So yes, uh, everyone deserves to be applauded after this last 18 months. Please don't beat yourself up. Teachers, we meet them where they're at, no matter where they're at. So we've got how many more days left in our summer holidays? What would you say to that parent out there listening to this going school, summer? Mm, uh, I don't know about that. It's gone by so quickly. Um, Yeah, we start um, back on September 8th here in Manitoba. Staff return on September 7th. So you've still got time. Get out there. Enjoy the gorgeous weather. We have such long winters here in Manitoba. I know um, despite the smoke and the and the kind of crummy weather we're all having across Canada this year, get out there and enjoy it the best you can. For people who want to learn about the Ignite program or just want to learn more about the Pembroke Trail School Division, what you guys are doing, how can they go about doing that? So visit us on our website at PeminaTrails.ca. Um, we've got information on all the programs we run. And, and I bet your school division, wherever you live, would, ha- would have a similar, a similar um, information sharing on their website. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks a lot. Keep up the great work. And thank you so much for joining today and for listening. Remember, don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.